Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 219 of the Ask the Coach show where Ping Seals helps you improve your table tennis. Today, we discuss the one piece of advice you always remember, and we talk about the European Top 16 Cup and Latin American Championships. In the questions, we discuss playing matches against better players, whether you should take the ball early when pushing, how the thickness of the sponge affects the speed of a rubber, and training against better players. I'm Jeff Plum, and as always, Super Coach Alois Rosario is here with me to answer your questions. Good morning, Alois. Morning, Jeffrey. How are you this morning? How's that hamstring going? Um, yes, the hamstring's getting better. If you didn't hear, I heard it playing basketball, but it's starting to heal up. Um, the physio said if I was a footballer, I'd be out for four to six weeks, and it's a grade two tear. Mm. Lucky you're not playing football. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but now you're starting to, starting to feel a bit better. Thank you for asking. Um, now, Alois, what happened on this day in history? Monday, oh, or not Monday, but just the 19, 8th of February. Yeah, 1952. Um, Disney Brothers changed their name to Walt Disney Studios. So there you go. That was in 1952 and produced many, many interesting movies, shows, cartoons. Wow, that's, that is interesting. I didn't know they were called Disney Brothers to start with and then changed it just to Walt Disney and, wow, the rest is history, I guess. That's right, 1952. Wow. Now, Alice, I'm really interested in the responses to um, Friday's Pink Skillers question of the day, it was, what is the one piece of table tennis advice you always remember? What, yeah, we had, what were... yeah, had a good response to this. Um, so um, Muhammad said, never try to f- finish the rally with a killer shot, although I never act upon this piece of advice. Hmm. Um, and, and a couple of people uh, on, on a similar theme the goal of table tennis is to pass the ball to the opponent in such a way that he will fail to return it. Good, simple bit of advice and very, very important. Um, uh, and Dean, very important for me, this one. Now, the secret to this game is no matter what happens, never, never take your eye off the ball. I like that. Um, and... Uh, Leandro said, always expect the ball to come back on the similar similar line. Um, and probably my favourite out of all of them from Luke Blythman, just win the last point of the match and you will never lose. There you go. All good advice, Alice. Um, I don't know that I've had a lot of advice over the years. One thing that stuck with me that was I thought was quite good was pressure is something you put on yourself. Ah. I always like that piece of advice. Very good. Yes, I do like that one too. Yes. All right. Um, And, you know, to put you on the spot, Alice, I guess, do you have any one piece of advice that you like the most? Um, No, I don't really. Um, But but, but like the things that um, uh, my coaches told me sort of early on, you know, technically and that sort of thing. I remember with the backhand was wait for the ball to come to you. Um, that always rings in my head every time, uh, every time I think about the backhand. 
Um, so maybe that one, um, you know, that's something that's just always stuck in my head. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And, and the other one was, you know, if you're unsure about um, a serve, just try to put it back to the middle of the table. I suppose they were really early pieces of advice that I got. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, now, the other day we were asking who was best between uh, Bruce Lee and Forrest Gump. And I put a link to the Forrest Gump uh, video alloys. And at the very start, the first piece of advice they gave, they gave him was never take your eye off the ball. And then we all saw how good Forrest became. Exactly. I like it. Yes, excellent. All right, well, today's Pink Seals question of the day is, how should you approach training sessions to get the most benefit? So again, jump on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash pingskills or on our table tennis blog at pingskills.com and let us know how should you approach training sessions to get the most benefit. Love to hear your thoughts. Now, because it's Monday here in Australia, Alloys, we've got a tournament wrap. There was a couple of tournaments, well, one still going on, I believe. There's the ITTF Europe Top 16 and the Latin American Championships. What do we need to know about these tournaments? Yeah, so the Latin American Championships are still in progress, so they're up to the semi-final stage. So we might uh, give a bit more of a wrap on those tomorrow. Um, in the men's, uh, Hugo Calderano looks uh, favourite, raging hot favourite there. Um, and in the um, Europe Top 16, um, really interesting tournament. So um, they started with a group stage. Um, Ovcharov uh, was the top seed. Um, and then, uh, so no bowl in this tournament. So Ovcharov, Samsonov, uh, Freitas and Gasina, um, the top four seeds. Ovcharov surprisingly went down in the group stage Um 3-2 uh, to Montero, Jean Montero from Portugal, who was the number four player in that group. But, you know, it um, interesting. So with this tournament, two players from each group, group go through. So Ovcharov snuck in and uh, managed to get, uh, get through to the next round. And then um, in the knockout stages, as we'd expect, um, Ovcharov worked his way through beating Apollonia um, another Portuguese guy in the quarters, then Christian Carlson um, in the semis and came up against Montero again in the finals. So Montero, an outstanding tournament. Um, and this time, Ovcharov winning four games to two. So Ovcharov the champion, but uh, not without a few hiccups along the way. Wow, and, uh, interesting results and great tournament for Montero. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's... Uh, That'd be probably a standout tournament, you know, apart from the European teams um, last year, yeah, the year before. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is a huge breakthrough uh, singles um, effort for Montero. And in the and women's... Well oh, yep. Yeah. Uh, Yanfei Shen uh, from Spain um, beat uh, Malaku from Turkey. So um, in the final, 4-1. Um, yeah, no great surprises. Samara, Elizabeth Samara went down to uh, Yanfei Shen um, in the semis, 4-0. So Yanfei just absolutely smacked her 4-0 in the, in the uh, quarterfinal there. Oh, semi, Very yeah, semifinal, sorry. Yep. Very good. Oh, well, congratulations to the winners. Uh, good to see Ovcharov winning. Sometimes people think he's 
struggles in the big tournaments. So good to see him uh, bounce back after that initial loss in the groups and take the title. All right, Alloys, let's move on to the questions. Uh, first up, we've got one from Spam20, who asked it using the Google Q&A app live on the show. Thank you. And he says, often when I play with someone who's better than me, they seem to be really bored. And I feel really bad whenever that happens because I really appreciate it when they play with me. But I don't want to be a burden. Is it just me or is there an explanation? Hi. Uh, yeah, well, um, I, I think what you need to do is just utilise that time. And if they're happy to, or if they're, if they're playing with you, just make sure that you're giving your um, best effort during that time. And, and work as hard as you can. And they, they might be a bit bored because, you know, they mightn't feel like they're getting as much out of the practice, but that's okay. They've agreed to train with you, work hard, use that time, and you'll be all right. Um, it's, um, yeah, it's, sometimes it's a bit of an uncomfortable feeling, isn't it? But, um, but you're out there training, just do your best. They'll soon tell you if they want to stop training. Yeah, certainly. And in a very related question, Ilya has asked Alois, when I have an opportunity to practice with better players, one thing I notice is that when they block for me, they add a lot of pace. But he's saying the result is that uh, I make a soft top spin because their block's faster than my loop and it, it gets a bit awkward. And he goes, it is especially common with kids. Um, yeah. Do you have any tips for Ilya in this situation? Yeah, Ilya, here I don't think I don't think you're. Uh, there's anything wrong with what you're doing here. I would talk to the other player and just um, tell them that you'd like them to slow that um, block down. And in your extended question, you did say that you you had um, had done that, and I, that's perfectly all right to do because in a training situation, when um, you're blocking for your partner doing their drill, it's important that you work at the pace that they need. So not that you work at your pace, work at the pace that they need to train during that, um, you know, seven or 10 minute uh, drill that they're doing. So um, talk to them, um, see if you can get them to slow down a little bit more with uh, with their blocking, because that's important to get a, a good training session happening. You need that um, interaction and that help between the two training partners. So if if it's um, you in the in the blocking role, make sure that you're working for your partner. Help them with their training. They'll be able to then help you with your training, and then it, it all works nicely. So yeah, um, it is it isn't sometimes a, a difficult situation in training, but um, try to uh, talk it through with your training partner and see if you can make that uh, happen. Excellent advice. All right. Now, Alois, Dorian has asked a question about equipment. Dorian asks, does the sponge thickness affect the amount of spin you can put on the ball or does it just make it go faster? Um, yeah. So, Dorian, it does. So, the, the thickness of the sponge, so what we're talking about is that orange, which is the sponge underneath the rubber. Um, so, the thicker that is, the more spin you're going to generate. You know, given if it's the same rubber with a thinner sponge or a thicker sponge, the thicker sponge you're going to get um, more spin on. And why that is, is because if it's thicker, the ball is going to sink into the rubber further and the the rubber will be basically gripped around the ball more. So 
in a extended thing. So the, the 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 rubber will grip around the ball, which means that it's got more surface on the ball to be able to um, spin it out. So um, yeah, so the, the the thicker the sponge, the more spin you're going to get. Of course, the the top sheet um, will also affect that the type of top sheet on different rubbers, but um, if it's the same rubber and um, thicker sponge, then you will get more spin on the ball there. Great. Excellent. Nice, clear explanation and good question, Dorian. Next up is one from Eugene. He says, when long pushing, should I push the ball early off the bounce or late um, when the ball's at the top of the bounce? Yeah, it's interesting one here too, Eugene. So with the with the push, um, you've got to think about two things. So one is how much time you're giving your opponent and also how easy the stroke is for you. So if you're taking the ball really early, the stroke becomes a little bit more difficult because the timing off the, off the bounce becomes a little bit harder. But you are giving your opponent less time, especially when you're long pushing. That's a real factor. So if you're pushing long um, and taking the ball early, your opponent has less time to read that and to make their attacking shot. But if you wait a little bit longer and the ball bounces up higher, from that higher position, you will be able to push that ball faster. Um, But again, it's that timing factor. You've, You've given them that you know, split second longer, which makes it um, a lot easier for them to to, uh, to see and to uh, read and to uh, be ready for that longer push. So, yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a balancing act. Either you take it early, which is a riskier stroke, but a, but a more difficult stroke for your opponent, or you take it later and you get more speed on your, on your push, but um, it gives them more time. Personally, I like to take that ball early, um, take it off the bounce. um, And and it's a skill that you can practice. It's a skill that you can get a lot better at. Um, So yeah, I would focus on that, get that uh, long push better, but taking it off the bounce. Great advice. Yeah. So it sounds like there's, you know, especially when you're learning, there's no real right or wrong. Um, Try and learn both and see which feels more comfortable and which is more successful for you. Um, but our advice maybe is lean towards trying to learn to take it earlier, definitely as an option. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Great. All right. Thanks for the question, Eugene. Now, that wraps up show 219. Thanks again, everyone, for watching, and thank you, Alois. Thank you, Jeffrey. and uh, we'll see you all tomorrow, and... Um... Uh, ping skillers make sure you get out there and do plenty of practice and get onto uh, our facebook page answer our question and tell us about your training absolutely thanks everyone catch you tomorrow bye